This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2476, Seven Ways to Stop Fear in Its Tracks. And When Creativity Calls, Will You Answer? Both by Katie Ping of moreofwhatmattersblog.com and your very own personal narrator, Justin Mollick, reading to you from some amazing blogs and books to help you optimize your life. Topics include personal development, productivity, and minimalism mostly, in an effort to make your and my day even just a little bit happier. Now let's get right to today's two posts as we optimize your life. Seven Ways to Stop Fear in Its Tracks by Katie Ping of moreofwhatmattersblog.com. When worry strikes, it can feel like it's already too late to stop yourself from unraveling, but it's not. When preparing to leave our house for this trip, I ran around wildly, putting away clean clothes and shoving bags in the car and watering the plants I had forgotten about and shining the countertops. I don't like leaving things left undone, especially when I know we'll be returning to it late at night on a work night. I knew right away that what I had neglected to do was set aside time to prepare for our trip. We'd only been back home for 30 plus hours and would be setting off again. I needed the time to prepare in a way that brought me comfort and peace. Instead, I felt frazzled. But with the help of some of the tips I'll mention, I found my calm. The next morning, I woke up at my parents' house with the entire day ahead of me to prepare for late afternoon departure. I took time to meditate and practice EFT and write and take things out of my bag that I certainly didn't need but had thrown in at a moment of panic. I hope these resonate with you the next time you find yourself feeling overwhelmed and about to unravel. Seven ways to stop fear in its tracks. Number one, stop and breathe. It seems simple, but it can be easily forgotten. Focusing on your breath allows you to realign to the present moment and remember that how you react is your choice. Not to mention regular intervals of breath are helpful in staying alive. Number two, Take notice of something beautiful. Look outside of the situation unfolding or situation you fear will unfold. Look at the moon, a butterfly, a stranger helping another stranger. By taking yourself out of your fear and into significant beauty, you'll likely begin to feel even just a little bit better. Number three, remind yourself that you are safe and worthy and loved and capable of feeling peace. Number four, walk through the outcome you fear. Calling it by name allows you to face it without ever needing to experience it. Many of our fears do not happen, so to face it and let it go frees up time to spend on other more worthwhile thoughts. Number five, engage your senses. By focusing on what you see, smell, taste, hear, and feel, your anxieties are given less power. Experience this, to help set aside the experience of fear. Number six, ask yourself what you need and commit to meeting those needs now and in the future. If it's more time to yourself or a day off or a hot bubble bath, grant these wishes immediately. If it's acceptance or approval to yourself to forego all commitments, by all means do that. Fighting off what your soul is calling for will only intensify the worries you're feeling. And number seven, Forgive yourself for feeling this way. You are not broken. This is not something to feel guilty for. 
you will heal and take better care of yourself next time. It's all a learning experience. And sometimes we need to do it again and again to ingrain the lesson in our minds. When Creativity Calls, Will You Answer? by Katie Ping of moreofwhatmattersblog.com. Sometimes in the middle of my day between emails and prepping for upcoming projects and events, between designing and trips to the water cooler, I feel overwhelmed. But it's not stress from what I'm doing, it's stress from what I'm not doing. Do you ever hear the call of creativity? It's loud and boisterous, sometimes nagging. You know it when you hear it. And then there's a bit of panic that sets in. Panic over the thought that you might not answer. There's resistance because we think we lack time and resources. There's resistance because we are fearful of putting ourselves and our work out there for others to judge, or worse, that no one will see it. Well, one thing is true, no one will ever see it if you never create it. The guilt you feel for not already fulfilling your dreams, let that go. Feeling guilty over something you have no control over is counterproductive. The dread you feel for all of the work you have yet to do, let that go too. Feeling dread over something you haven't yet done is counterproductive. The embarrassment you feel for having to start from the beginning and be vulnerable, let that go. Feeling embarrassed that you have to start from the start? Well, now that's not only counterproductive, that's ridiculous. All you have is the here and now, or perhaps the later today if you're contemplating this while at work. Answer this, what can you do to fulfill your creativity? I'm not saying what activity or form of art, I'm saying what will it take for you to fulfill the creativity inside of you? Will you have to wake up earlier? Will you have to lock yourself in a room on the weekends, forego nightly Netflix binges? The answer is yes, yes, and sometimes yes. Right now, where I am on my journey, I need to step outside my comfort zone. That will mean writing, dreaming, reading, planning above all else. It will take some sacrifices, of which one will not be sleep, but perhaps it means going to bed earlier, waking up earlier, signing off of Pinterest, letting the dishes pile up just a little. At the end of my life, will re-watching the entire series of Game of Thrones for the third time in one year really matter? Well, the action-packed fantasy drama of medieval realism and historical fiction does instill valuable life lessons. You know, every child should have a dire wolf and there's such a fine line between good and evil. But no, the answer is sadly no. What will truly matter is the hard work you put into your passions. In my case, to writing, to personal development, to creating, to finding my voice and sharing it with an audience, no matter the size to do it just for me and forget the rest. When creativity comes calling, will you answer? You just listened to the posts titled Seven Ways to Stop Fear in Its Tracks and When Creativity Calls, Will You Answer? Both by Katie Ping of moreofwhatmattersblog.com. One of the best things you can do for your kids is to teach them how to manage money. And this should be started when they're little. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode, Go Henry by Acorns, the smart debit card and learning app for kids 6 to 18. Go Henry helps kids learn about all things money, earning, spending, saving, budgeting, and so much more. You can even track their chores and pay their allowance right in the Go Henry app. 
And with their GoHenry debit card, they can put their skills to use in the real world. Plus, parents can set spend limits and get real-time notifications whenever their kids use their cards. I seriously wish I had this as a kid. I had to learn about money the hard way as an adult. If my parents had set me up with GoHenry as a kid, learning to adult would have been so much easier. Set your kids up for success and get started today at gohenry.com old. Terms and conditions apply. Renews from $4.99 per month unless canceled. Thank you to Katie. Fear comes up pretty frequently here on the show and for good reason. It's one of those things that all of us experience at different levels and at different times in our lives. And on that note, those levels can be quite drastic from a little worry here and there all the way to paralyzing fear over things that other people might think are completely trivial. So one thing I hope we both understand with fear, which also relates to worries and anxiety, is that there's no quick fix or one-size-fits-all approach. These tips might help, but they might not. And that's not to dismiss the content of the first article, but just to emphasize that this show covers fear multiple times a year from different authors and perspectives for this exact reason. We're all different, and what works for me might not work for you. With fear, worries, and anxiety, sometimes professional help is required, which is totally okay and can be a huge help. Other times, one small tip can make a world of difference. But it's up to you to figure it out, and awareness is where it all begins. Something to keep in mind as you continue listening, and with that, hopefully you will continue listening. It means a lot to me and keeps all of this going. But with that, hope you're having a great day, and I'll see you in tomorrow's show, where your optimal life awaits.